0: The Spanish Announce table.
1: Tom. Tim, how are, you? how are you?
0: I am riding high on the adrenaline and fantastic night we both had last night yeah, as of this re- recording. Yeah, as of this recording, it is a Thursday night, November 8th, 2018, the year of pro wrestling and the new idea. But last night me and you, as you just alluded to, went on a mandate. which yeah, I don't did. know why we had to say man at
1: first. We went on a date. Yeah, we went on a date. We're, we are and all about was, equality. We and went it on was a date.
0: fantastic. First yeah. off, I want to talk about before we get into what we actually did beforehand, mm-hmm. uh, we had dinner, and I took you to Cordoba, mm-hmm. which you've never been to. Mm-hmm. And then I took you to Insomnia Cookies. Yes. Huh?
1: Yes, How good was it some was Oh, it was the best. Yeah, it was really Describe good. Describe to it.
0: the people what you had.
1: I had it was a double chocolate chip cookie, right? So the chocolate cookie with the chocolate chips in it. And it's doubles. So two of those with a black cherry ice cream sandwiched in between for a sandwich, but you ate it with a fork because you know it was gooey and delicious and, and great. Yeah, because we were at Qdoba We'd finished eating, we were waiting, we had plenty of time to go where we were going to go for our date date, and I was like, I'm going to grab a cookie. I see they have cookies on the menu, and you're like, yeah, let's grab a cookie for sure. You seemed really excited about it. Because I was, was, yeah. All right, and so I started walking up there, and you're like, whoa, what? No. you're (laughs) Not here. Yeah, yeah. so yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Went two doors down, went to Insomnia Cookie, which uh, for people in the Kansas City area, um, I think it is a chain restaurant or ch- chain uh, right. uh, store, so it might be available in your area in the United States, maybe internationally. Uh, but in Kansas City, uh, they are available uh, in a couple different locations, and they deliver up to 3 a.m. They deliver to you up to 3 a.m. You can get cookies and ice cream
1: delivered to your door i'm probably way outside Mm -hmm. the delivery window probably well
0: yeah because you live in sticks you need to come to the city and you get all the fun stuff
1: yeah you know hey mm, i like my privacy out here i can park easily
0: that is true that was uh, a difficult thing but so after uh i blew your mind with some amazing cookies and mexican food uh we went on our date to see First off we had a meet and mm. greet. Second we had a show. Yes. Uh, it was the Dirty Details tour from one WWE Hall of Famer, Jake mm. the Snake
1: Roberts. Sand Snake. There was no snake.
0: Well, he he is Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah,
1: he's right? the snake, right. Right, yeah. There was no snake. But there
0: was no snake. There were some goofballs though. Let's just talk about this first thing right off the jump. Yeah. Uh, as Jake, the snake is getting into one of his stories and we're not going to divulge too many details on the stories. Cause if it comes to your town, we hope uh, that you go see him, Right. Cause it's a right. great time. However, at our show, right. As Jake, the snake is getting into like the meat of a really funny story. Some dork who's never stood up before in his life, locks his legs mm. and passes out
1: rookie mistake. You've never what been a to a idiot. bar for like a, yeah. a concert. Or anything have you, huh, yeah,
0: Nothing. I guess not, and what a dork you had to be escorted out. You couldn't even be a part of the q and a because you didn't know how to stand. I feel so- like that's
1: drilled into our heads from like age four in school, oh, right? Yeah. Don't lock we your knees, to- don't lock your knees, you're gonna pass out, and then you know it's never happens, so you're like whatever.
0: Yeah. And then it did to this guy. Well, you're taught that. Cause remember when you're in elementary school uh, and you have to do like music, not musicals, but concerts, like you have to sing and the thing, everyone had yeah, to do that, at least where I'm right. from. Mm-hmm. And so they taught you there, like, we don't want you falling off of these high risers. So bend your knees a little bit. Like right. I knew that at the age of seven and this dork. So let me uh, back up for the people who weren't there. Uh, it was at the riot room here in Westport and it was a standing room only. So they didn't have chairs and that's what we were alluding to. So we were all standing as Jake, the snake who also stood as well. It wasn't as if he was in this comfortable chair, just, you know, enjoying the relaxation of talking and, you know, just bullshitting. He was up there. He was performing. Uh, I mean, he was sharing good stories, but you know, he was up there. Uh, So we're all standing around in a small intimate area while he was sharing stories about, Andre the Giant, Ric Flair, Rick Rude, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Harley Race. I mean, we asked him everything, and, and it was a good time. But what was what was your standout moment from that night? It was about an hour and a half that we were there, mm-hmm. maybe two hours. Uh, w- what stands out in your mind?
1: I think hearing the stories of like him getting into the business, right? Because we always we know of Jake the Snake of being one of the most charismatic, uh, ch- game changing. Mm-hmm. Personalities of wrestling, uh and there was a time when he knew nothing and was like, oh, "I guess I'm not cut out for this, right? Like these guys are, you know what I mean? I'm not taken to this. Nobody likes me." So I think some of that was fun. All those kind of stories. Yeah, he
0: even shared. He even shared a story of how he was fired in the Kansas City territory of Central mm-hmm. States Wrestling. And, you yeah, know, that's where we are. uh So he even shared about how he was fired from being a wrestler in this town. So that was right. interesting. For me, the thing that's stood out to me is he seemed healthy and at peace. Like you could tell there was still a little bit of him of like, man, those party days were fun. Sure. Wish I could do it. But Some of these now guys he has got
1: a, something. I know it. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, like, you know, but he's now, got that going, right.
0: Yeah. But he has this piece about him where, you know, he might have that itch to like, man, this is the riot room. Well, you know, let's have a fucking riot. But He knows the slippery slope now as many times as he's fell down that he seemed at least to me that he was at peace with where he was. It wasn't as if he felt like he was missing out. And obviously, you know, we all struggle with something, but at least to me from everything that we've seen in documentaries and his own personal accounts and podcast interviews and DDP yoga and yada, 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 you know, uh, all of that to me always made me feel like he had something that was still getting at him. And last night he just seemed like, Hey man, I'm good with who I am now at this age. I can be Jake Roberts, you know? And so he was really fun. He did a lot better as far as performance. I mean, not to say that he was, you know, a dancing monkey up there and we were telling him, you know, keep dancing, but he knew how to tell stories. He had inflection he had ups and downs. It was a uh, beginning, middle, and end. Uh, so I was impressed by that because, you know, sometimes pro wrestlers just kind of go all over the place, Ric Flair, and so you never yeah. can keep up. <laughs> so Jake the Snake did right. a very good job mm-hmm. of like, hey, I can tell you this story. It started here. Here's the, you know, issue that was in this story, and then there's yeah. the end. And we're He gone. had,
1: like, surprising detail recall given some of the nature of his his battles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and so that was interesting too. And then yeah, he gives a couple sly little hints at some things that he really thinks without really selling somebody out, you know. There was some right. fun stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really yeah, a fun and- show. I definitely recommend it for sure.
0: Yeah, and he was very transparent uh even though yeah, he didn't go like, you know who fucking sucks, this guy, this guy, this guy. And you know who's right. fucking awesome, this guy, this guy, this guy. Yeah, he
1: didn't Jim Cornette. It. <laughs>
0: Right. He didn't Jim Cornette it to where you're like, Good God. But he also during the Q and A, when we were like, Who was your favorite match? He didn't necessarily shy away and go like everyone, it was this guy and this guy and this he had a short list. Um so yeah, I we should really have good. during
1: the Q and A just done our Cinco Preguntas, you know. Like, I really thought about theoretically, it. Theoretically, uh, uh this guy right here, right? <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> more of a hypothetical.
0: <laughs> I would I wanted to ask more questions, but Yeah the dorks around us, man, just, hey, I was from Texas too. I love the Bon Eric's cool. How you know, many people are yeah, from Texas?
1: He asked a Bon Eric question when nobody else cared in that room about the Bon Eric's, Yeah. And you know then he I was
0: mean? just like, I'm from, I'm from Texas. We're, we're shitting on people that you guys don't know, but anyhow, it was annoying to us. Uh, one thing, here's another thing that stands out to me and it it's inspired me to go after this person for, as a guest for our show. So one of the questions to Jake, the snake Roberts was who was your favorite match kind of match slash storyline. Right. And he, he gave us a short list. And on that short list was Ricky, the dragon steamboat, which he said he wrestled 91 consecutive days,
1: which is incredible. Right, I remember him saying that. I was like, good lord, 91 days straight. Yeah, he said twice
0: on Saturday, twice on Sunday.
1: So do the math on that. And Steamboat can go. He didn't take time off. You know what I mean? He was going.
0: And here's the thing that stands out to me. So Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, for as long as we've been doing this show, he gets some good consideration when we do our five questions with all of our guests, right? They've always kind of said, you know, like, favorite match, and they'll say, like, Steamboat uh, Savage, Savage, you know, or Steamboat Flair. Here's the thing that's incredible to me is he doesn't. I feel like get recognized as the top ten greatest from a fans' perspective, from your perspective, from yeah, my right. perspective, from you know our collective Spanish announce table fans. I wouldn't say that anyone's putting them in their putting him in their top five, but when you start talking to the wrestlers of that era. Rick Flair says his greatest opponent was Ricky, the dragon steamboat right. last night, Jake, the snake, Robert said that Ricky, the dragon steamboat was on the short list of his greatest opponents. One of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time was macho man versus Ricky, the dragon steamboat. It made me, as I was kind of reflecting on the show last night, getting prepared for tonight that came to my mind. And I was like, is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat the most underrated pro wrestler of all time? You know, we had mentioned that Juice and Thunder lager has been on the PWI uh, top 500 since it started, which is kind of an incredible feat, you know? Yeah. But when you start talking to the wrestlers, a name that almost gets brought up from Hogan to Brooklyn Brawler is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. But from our perspective, yeah, he does have the matches with Flair and and Macho Man, but you really, I mean, you don't hear about him in that, you know, Hogan, Flair, Sting, Stone Cold, Rock, club. But mm-hmm. when you talk to those guys, I think you do, and that's why I was like, maybe he is. And tweet the table uh, if you think. But I was gonna, I I was gonna be bold enough on this episode to say that ricky the dragon steamboat is the most underrated pro wrestler of
1: all time so yeah i i think where a lot of that comes from is a lot of those guys are talking about when they're working in the ring with someone you know Mm -hmm. um but he never really carried like this great promo feud or anything like that right you know what i mean like I, i just don't know that that was really it, for me yes one of the greatest in ring and one of the fittest guys you know what i mean and, and oh, had yeah. chemistry with everybody so it was like easy and to that's... plug and play he was the yeah, dolph and... ziggler of the time for me basically yeah huh? very right? yeah that's a
0: great yeah. that's a yeah. great uh, you, analogy everyone yep
1: mm-hmm. we'll accept your well, tips tableshowgmail.com on the paypal
0: yeah because i mean just think about it. all of the fantastic feuds he has so macho man flair as we said jake the snake taking the ddt Mm -hmm. um and then going over to wcw his uh, his u.s title feud with uh stunning steve austin yep um and then hell even going you know flash forward uh a couple few years he had that incredible match as like the fifth participant against jericho when they when jericho did at wrestlemania 2025 snooker and Piper and Steamboat versus him, mm. and it was like Piper and snooker let's get out of here. But goddamn, look at Steamboat—he's still going, and he's actually giving a match. He's out there,
1: right, yeah, yeah, right.
0: that's that was a WrestleMania moment, and yep. he did that at WrestleMania 25, and he also did it at WrestleMania three. So yeah, I just think it—it it, mm. was—it made me go hmm as I was reflecting yeah. mm. on the Jake the Snake show and. Mm. We got to meet him. Uh, If you go to uh, Instagram, tweet the table, you can see both of our pictures with him. We took individual pictures because we don't like taking pictures together, apparently. Uh, And he was a great guy. Very nice. I don't like Uh, my
1: face to be associated with your face. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Second that. Yeah, this face over there. I don't like it. I mean,
0: this face right here is pretty great. And uh, for those with the enhanced radio, you're seeing that we're pointing at ourselves. Uh, Yeah, look at that. Cover your
1: face with your hand. That is
0: exactly what you should do. Yeah.
1: And like, maybe we can just.
0: So anyhow, go to our Instagram and Facebook, uh, Spanish Downs Table. Um, you can check out the photos there, but, uh, we got a quick meet and greet with him before just said, hi, there was a bunch of people in the place. So we didn't want to do the five questions and hold up the line. Uh, but he was very nice. Uh, yep. very cordial. And like I said, it seemed very healthy and at peace. So I liked it a lot.
1: Highly recommend. Well, what else is new, man?
0: Not much. So I can't divulge the details, but I've got a huge weekend coming up. Mm. So I will share those details Secret. next week mm. on the podcast, but I cannot divulge those details right now for fear of who listens uh, and might ruin
1: surprises. So you're um, getting a present for your mom.
0: I'm actually that's, gonna that's have lunch listens. with my mom tomorrow. That, that has to deal listens. with she I is know. helping with she is helping with one of the surprises for this weekend. Mm. But we've got oh well, who and. Else
1: my Everyone mom? You doing something for my mom?
0: I've never met your mom.
1: Yeah, you haven't. I've never nope. met your mom, I don't think.
0: Nope. Hey, but nope. That Monday night raw. Monday night raw is coming to the Sprint Center, Kansas City, it Missouri. Mm-hmm. And I am taking Emily's younger brother, who is my age, uh separated by a year, her and the younger brother, same right. with me and Emily. Uh but he actually kind of asked me so he sent me a text and he said hey are you going to the wrestling show at sprint center and i was like well i don't have tickets he goes well i was thinking about going and i was going to go with you if you were going to go and then i wrote back i go do you want to go he was yeah, like are you well, wanna- kinda?" and i was like well then i'll fill you in on the details i don't want you to sitting there with your thumb in your ass going like what the fuck are all these guys and girls doing so i was like i'll be your guide yeah and so we got tickets and so this coming monday I will be going to the Monday Night Raw, the go-home show before Survivor Series, which isn't it crazy that Survivor Series is in two weeks?
1: It is. It's just, these things are every two weeks now.
0: Well, and we can get into this into the third segment and uh, uh, foreshadowing. Second segment, we're going to recap Crown Jewel. Third segment, we'll give our thoughts of the week in wrestling. However, uh, because of Survivor Series coming up so soon, it made me think, I don't know, that these writers can write for five weeks. I think yeah. the reason now that we are doing crown jewel evolution, uh, fast lane survivor series, backlash, breakdown, blah, 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 war games, all that stuff. And now war games is NXT, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, is because their, their storylines are so recycled. And so for fear of, oh, God, well, we've seen this before, and there they go doing it. Well, they can shock you and keep you interested in a two-week story, right? It's Mm -hmm. the one thing and the follow-up and the payoff. Like, any wrestling fan of a year or more can give you that. And I feel like they're overworked so much that now they're like, this is all we can give you is just two to three weeks. So what we're going to do, we have the network. We'll just do a house show and make it a pay-per-view. And call well, it good. They don't do I, pyro. They don't do anything else. So it's essentially a house show
1: production-wise. I think, but I think it is because of the network. I think it's because before it was, hey, we got to sell them all month long to buy this big pay-per-view. Well, now we they're already paying everything a month. So now we've just got to give them content. Well, crap, they sit at home every night and yeah. they watch every mm-hmm. night. So now we got to yeah. put out more content. And it's here, 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 everything. Just put it on the network because they're going to watch it. Yeah. We're running out of stuff to put on the damn thing. It just, it just, it's unfortunate. uh, They need to put other wrestling promotions on there.
0: Well, that's a rumored uh, upgrade that that might be happening. However, to me, what they're doing with that kind of model, and I get, right, content, content, content. Mm -hmm. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I need to refresh. What's the newest thing? Click, 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 right? However, uh, I feel like it deludes dilutes all the like important stuff like survivor series to me was something you got amped up for right you saw the formation of teams and you invested into potentially infighting of the team or the strengthening of a team and then why that team is going up against another team and the last couple years i'm a big fan of like team versus team so the raw versus smackdown thing is fun to me because you get to see baby faces versus baby faces and heels versus heels on each show colliding. And to me, that's kind of cool. So I've always been a fan of raw versus SmackDown. However, like how will this one team work? Well, as of right now, we just got the teams announced. We don't know any like infighting or strengthening of teams. So it's hard to get invested. But like I said earlier, it's two week story writing, right? We have the team, there's the team. Now they fight the other team. Well, well, shit. Now I'm not invested because you just keep on cranking more shit out. Now we're just moving on to the next thing. I was looking uh earlier because this week the uh, WrestleMania travel packages and things were yeah. uh, released. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at prices because I was like, you know what?
1: You I'm were gonna take good. me on on a vacation.
0: I was considering it. I really yeah. was because yeah. I was like, I'm I'm pretty I'm doing pretty well financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've yeah, got, you're rich. I'm not rich but I I if don't anybody have to struggle needs, with
1: If anybody has a charity that they need a major a big check written for you should reach out to Mac on Twitter. I wouldn't mm-hmm. do that. Yes. I wouldn't. Do that. Mm-hmm. I well, mm-hmm.
0: even if I am that mm-hmm. financially secure as you're saying, I don't care that much. Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know. Hey, straight from the horse's mouth right there. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: I don't I don't really care about your thing, so please don't tell me about it. Um,
1: I don't care about your thing, all right? Yeah, just but please listen to
0: the podcast. And if right. you enjoy
1: it, donate a dollar. But my thing, please. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, right, exactly. So, but I was looking at these travel packages, and be, maybe I'm just sourpuss right now, but because of how I feel going into Survivor Series, and it, it's not feeling special, I almost feel as if we're going to do this with WrestleMania, not to this degree, but maybe, you know, there might be a right. pay per view two weeks before WrestleMania, and it's just going to feel like. The grandest stage of them all. Well, I can say anything about a show, right? Right. And it doesn't feel that special. And so I was looking at the travel packages and it's in New York and I've been to New York before. And so I was like, do I really want to go to a place I've never been for a show that I might not care about as I go there. And so I actually balked on it and I was like, well, if they go to a cool location next year, maybe I'll do that. And so I passed on this year's WrestleMania, not because I couldn't afford it because yeah. It it's just content. It's just a it's a locomotive train on the tracks, and they won't stop. And so it's like, well then I just well, okay, then I'll just catch it when it comes back yeah. around.
1: You go through all that to get there and get to WrestleMania, and then as soon as like that final bell rings, like they're already out there like putting stuff in crates. You know, like they're like, all right, mm-hmm. hey, we got to get to, yeah, we got to get Sorry, across guys. town to the smaller venue to set up for RAW tomorrow.
0: And you're just like, I don't know. It just it just feels like how they're treating Survivor Series and SummerSlam and Royal Rumble, that eventually WrestleMania is going to become the same thing, where, like, how it is right now, currently in you know, 2018, mm. there's pay per views every two months. And so it's like, yeah, maybe the next one's cooler than WrestleMania, right? Uh, Backlash is going to be better than WrestleMania. So maybe I'd rather go to that one instead, because to them, it's just content and there's well, no storyline. It's a lot lines.
1: cheaper, yeah yeah so anyhow what have you been up to man nothing just well i mean not nothing i mean we went and did my son's final soccer game of this season uh it doesn't start again until january for indoor um that didn't go so well uh it was not a fun time for our Mm -hmm. team right that was one of those like ew this sucks right from the beginning right and you're just like uh man right like just never fun so then um we did that we also watched a, a friend's team you know, friends' child play the volleyball game. Their final thing, they actually won a championship uh, in their thing, right? So that was fun to do. But other than that, man, it's just been work and wrestling, man. Working and, re- and wrestling viewership, so that I can share with the adoring fans um, of the Spanish announce table uh, my opinions.
0: And as you should. Hey, so let's get into the news as mm-hmm. we. Uh... Keep this train a-moving, as I used that analogy yeah, earlier. Right. All right, so first story I've got is WWE's Monday Night Raw just got a little bit shorter, thank God.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy, it could use it, huh?
0: Fightful.com has learned that WWE Monday Night Raw has a hard, quote, out time at 11 p.m. Eastern, as opposed to the soft in that they've enjoyed yep. since the mid-1990s. Uh, Fightful.com is told that this will begin with next Monday's edition of Raw and will continue for the foreseeable future. This already is the case for WWE SmackDown Live on Tuesday nights. So, you know, a thing, as we had mentioned off-air, that started with the we want to be the last thing you see in the Monday Night Wars between Nitro and Raw uh, kind of has always just began. They started that... uh, during the Monday Night Wars and after Raw succeeded and overtook uh, Nitro.
1: Yeah. just
0: like, this is pretty cool. Gets the people, hopefully, for ratings to the next show, the Everybody Loves Chris Lee or whatever that show is, or another episode of Modern Family or whatever. Silk Stockings. Um, yeah. But I think to That's a old guy reference, degree, yeah, Silk Stockings, that was when wrestling was awesome and that, yes. that show was hot.
1: Yes. It was hot. Yes, you're like ooh. If I didn't well, I felt dirty because right I was now, like young, and I was right, like exactly.
0: Does Shawn Michaels really get knocked out by Owen Hart? Why is that girl taking off her underwear? Yeah, like ooh, whoa, is that yeah pantyhose? I like <sighs> it. Anyhow, uh, so right. one thing that I think from the wrestling fan, as I just alluded with that kind of pseudo headline, is we already say that three hours is too long. And really, it was three hours and 15 minutes. And so let's get rid of the 15 minutes so that hopefully a segment for the 9 o'clock hour doesn't feel like filler,
1: you know? Uh, Yeah, I do know. Yeah, they've had enough. They have enough troubles writing for three hours, let alone three hours, 15 minutes. So anything they can shave off is fine with me.
0: Yeah, so I will actually be at this Monday Night Raw that has the hard out oh, uh, of 11 yeah, p.m. Right. Eastern, so yeah. uh, we should see how that plays out. I'm excited because I like how SmackDown ends because I know we're building up to this, where Raw, it was like, we're building up to the – like, it was like a like a soccer match, right, when they're like 10, 9, Hey, the ref has added two more minutes. What? What? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess that's what the thing yeah, is. It's, that's it's how the Raw sun, kind sudden death in
1: the Iron Man match. It's like, a, oh, that's right. a thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, let us know what you think after this coming Monday night Raw, uh, as it has a hard out at Tweet the Table, and if we like it, we might read it next week. What right. do you got for the news?
1: What I got for news. Is uh, This one is, we we discussed uh, last week, I think, uh, the Roman Reigns, which is now a couple weeks into it, but Roman Reigns obviously is a reoccurring bout of leukemia, and now he's just begun his first leukemia treatment. So I'm going to read this straight from WrestlingInc.com. Roman Reigns is said to be just starting treatment for leukemia, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Word from WWE is that any discussions regarding a time frame for Reigns' return to the King or to the ring, excuse me, are a long way off. Uh, he was recently announced for a January Comic Con appearance in Arizona, but there's no word yet on when he will start making WWE appearances again. Yeah, I, you know, leukemia is a—it's we've discussed this. It's one you can kind of—I don't know if you beat it, but you can kind of what was the deal with Roman Reigns where it can basically be gone and you're like all right cool you're you can go and do everything but surprise it's back right you know so
0: mm-hmm. just
1: a, it's an odd yeah and there's no guarantee even though that you can that that can't happen right some people can succumb to it and it's a it's obviously an unfortunate situation but hopefully well, he just- uh, turns this around and gets better Definitely. And, but I don't think he should
0: be doing appearances while he is going through no,
1: that. You're right.
0: Let the damn man rest. It's not, I get it right. There's going to be a Roman Ra- Roman Reigns fan in Phoenix, Arizona or Toledo or Cincinnati or, you know, Jeff city or whatever city it is that would love to see Roman Reigns. But you know, what's great after you go through chemo mm. fucking laying in your own bed. Like you yes. don't like, it's a it's more important and with how they just push everyone to a c you know you can send seth rollins out there or a dean ambrose or hell if it's really that important send out john cena or you know stone cold steve austin to do the appearance instead we should let this damn person roman reigns or joe uh, the real person rest right. while he's going through something so extreme like this you don't need to be working and doing this regardless if you're a pro wrestler or not and especially when people are like I'm taking pictures of you you look like you've lost weight I'm going to post it on you know e-wrestlingfightnews.org and now I'm going to get clicks right so
1: e-wrestlingfightnews.org
0: yeah whatever it is, is that really uh, a
1: thing we should like look and see if that's really a thing. yeah
0: it's probably a thing any so plug I is just, unintentional yeah so I just feel like You know, he's going to go through some changes physically, obviously emotionally. Let him go through that, and then he can get back on the insane grind that is a pro wrestler in WWE, and then we'll see if he holds up through there, right? So, yeah, I totally agree. I'm glad that he started so soon. Typically when, you know, you're in middle class or lower class, you have to wait a little bit longer to get in line to jump on the chemo train. Uh, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with trains this week, but... um, so it was good. It's that like trains, able...
1: guys. Leave me alone. It's yeah. Okay.
0: Love trains. I'm
1: an adult that likes trains. I actually do love trains. Yeah. It's a thing.
0: It's okay. Right. Uh, it
1: is okay. Yeah. It's 2018. So it's, you're the
0: train. Um, And so I'm really happy that he was able to start so soon uh, because of a high profile uh, star that he is. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, it gets better and we shall see. So it has started and we'll, I guess, keep monitoring as uh, the uh, time goes on.
1: Yeah, All right. Yeah, you got anything else? You got a, you had another news story, didn't you?
0: Yeah. So uh, we'll take a break here soon, and in the second segment, we'll recap our thoughts on Crown Jewel and kind of give you maybe a match by match breakdown, or more just general th- thoughts. We'll see how it plays out. But the biggest news, at least on the medical side that came from Crown Jewel, is that Triple H uh, tore peck. pec, um, mm. and with that, Triple H has gone under or has undergone surgery. And he posted an update of his condition, looked to be in good spirits. Uh, He posted a picture with a huge bandage on his chest. He was doing the um, click or NWO or whatever we're calling the hand gesture is.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: It's rumored that this is going to be keeping him out almost until after WrestleMania. So that opens up a spot because you know how he always has to have his mandatory... WrestleMania match, so that might be a good blessing in disguise for someone on the roster. That's
1: true. Um,
0: uh, I found it interesting, though, that he didn't go with Dr. James Andrews, who did his quads and stuff. Yeah. He went with a Dr. Duggis, uh, which was, I don't know, maybe it's because of upper body and lower body, those doctors are different. Maybe he uh,
1: uh, owes James Andrews money.
0: Or maybe James Andrews is just getting too old and ain't doing as good good a
1: job as he used to, you know? People yeah, age or maybe they've got to uh you know inject the alabama football players with some more elephant hormones and they're just too busy they could be too busy, it's too busy. that definitely
0: could be it's too busy. but he posted that his recovery starts dot 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 now, now. hashtag game time game uh, time so hopefully he recovers soon uh it was a weird bump because it was a bump that he's taken in a hundred matches or millions of matches you know and it was weird that that was what injured him, but sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Man, those cookies, man, they always crumble in a way you don't want them to crumble, though, you know?
0: Mm hmm. Sometimes they cr- crumble in your mouth. Ooh, that tastes good.
1: That is true. Like the ones from Insomnia Cookie. Was it Insomnia or Insomniac Cookie? Insomnia. Insomnia Cookie in beautiful Westport. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It is
0: fantastic. Mm-hmm. If you're ever in the area, mm-hmm. uh, you should mm-hmm. take
1: me, mm-hmm. listeners. Uh, if, if they were to uh, want to sponsor the show, I think we would allow it. That's how good the cookies are. And we would oh, put, yeah. like if you were watching the video, put a little, like a little ding, a little, you know, website, you know, address mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. right, like a little thing. Maybe mm-hmm. even a link if it was, you know, like a, on YouTube. But, but you know, uh, they uh, sadly do not uh, sponsor the show yet. Yet. Uh, if we're in talks. We, we can... Yeah, we're talking. We are talking about it. Uh, Insomnia cookie. Maybe we'll make something happen. But uh, is this a good spot to take a break then, huh?
0: I definitely think so. So we'll come back. We'll recap uh, Crown Jewel. And then, uh, you know, keep this as entertaining as Mm -hmm. possible
1: for that ass. Right. We will come back. We'll talk a little Crown Jewel um, when we return to the Spanish announce table.
0: Fun fact Hulk Hogan and Sting have a, been in the ring together at WrestleMania,
1: Starcade, and Bound for Glory.
0: The Spanish announce table. All
1: right, Tom, they had another special event on the WWE Network. This time, uh, it was, the one before was all the ladies, and this one is none of the ladies, and it was Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. Maybe I was I secret? guess so. Was that a secret?
0: I think it was. I think right. it, I think it became a secret because of events that they had no control over, which is right. true. However, they had to honor their contract obligation because you know, in the history of WWE, the one thing that they're known for is integrity.
1: That's, that's the one thing mm-hmm. of all the things that is the WWE, hallmark of WWE. If integrity. they had like a, let's draw straws of things that WWE would be known for to the average person and you were to draw the, you know what I mean? Like the, the most common straw, it would be integrity. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So yeah, this yeah.
0: Uh, event took place in Saudi Arabia, uh, very controversial because of the, uh, what was happening in the news. If you don't know what happened in the news, uh, you live under a rock. Um, and we Hope won't didn't go vote. into that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there you go. Exactly.
0: Uh, so the show kicked off, though. And- hey, before
1: we get into that, okay, we need to let our long-term listeners know who are not uh, from the Kansas and Missouri area, uh, but know what we've talked about for years here. We have to let them know that Chris Kobach it, it will not be the governor of Kansas. But he could be the attorney general. He could be the attorney general. of of, Not of Kansas. Of Of the the United States. Of the states that are united in America.
0: He'll be the one going after your weed and your immigrants.
1: Oh, no. The weed. He's going to go after the weed, huh?
0: Yeah. yeah, He doesn't like that weed. Mm,
1: Chris Pretty awesome. Mm, So... Uh, FLI. Sorry. We've Sorry. It was us or you all. So, you know I mean? It was us or everybody, right? And we were like, you know what? No, everybody's got to deal with this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, not mm-hmm. just us. You no, know, you guys got to help. <laughs> you got to help you out there listening to me. Anyway, all right, back to back to the Crown Jewel. Speaking yeah, of terrible so, things.
0: Yeah, speaking of terrible things, <laughs> Crown Jewel. Uh so it kicked off with Hulk Hogan and that was a controversial start to the show because it was Hulk Hogan's first return or his, uh, first appearance since his return, since the whole controversial video a few years ago. Now I like to always tell people, uh, you should be separating the person and the character, right? The person in the video, Terry Bollea said some pretty horrible things. The character of Hulk Hogan has been a beacon of everything great in America since 1984. So shut the fuck up. Right? The character Hulk Hogan was not put in a storyline that said those horrible things. So, you know, I always say this you know, if Al Pacino gets caught with child porn, you don't watch Scarface and go, man, old Scarface likes uh, those little four year old boys, doesn't he? No, you just watch Scarface and you enjoy Scarface. So when you watch Hulk Hogan, Enjoy Hulk Hogan. I'm not saying if Terry Bollea does a speaking tour like Jake Roberts, you can go out there because that's supporting the person, not the character. I'm just saying when Hulk Hogan is on your WWE television, enjoy it. Shut up.
1: I I think we start to have to somewhere. I'm not telling any individual one person where to draw a line, but at some point you have to start thinking about where a line is drawn, right? Is Hulk Hogan a racist or did Hulk Hogan say – racist things eight years ago right like, yeah in a now, moment
0: where he was pissed and going sure, through the, i mean there was can a we lot conjecture of conjecture
1: that somebody who said racist things eight years ago still would say racist things sure they might but sure they also might not you yeah know i mean like especially given mm-hmm. the wake of which last eight years we're talking about so i mean exactly. like, can we just and do we gotta care about it all, you the know personal I mean? lives like, of characters. I mean, just yeah. I don't like. I'm never gonna run into Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I'm never gonna. You know, like. I, so as I long know. as he's
0: entertaining me on my television, that's all I I care about. As long as the extremes are not happening, and what I mean by extremes, as long as he's not murdering people yeah. or he's raping not saying people.
1: like it's not on his uh writer that no black people can be backstage you know what i mean right. like it's
0: or it's just... yeah or that little kids need to be in his dressing room with the door locked like it's not that extreme he said something stupid in a moment of stupidity
1: because here's the here's the worst thing that could be happening right if you're a black person you think well hulk hogan thinks less of me right like so fuck that guy right well yeah of course if that were the case right if terry Belaya. Uh, Slash Hulk Hogan thought you were less than him. Well, fuck him. Sure, but, like, what does it actually physically cause any harm to you at all that he thinks lesser of you? No, it doesn't. So, like, why give him any power to even give a shit about it? Like, to to reference it, to talk about it, to think about it, to -hmm. do any of it? Because he's Hulk Hogan. He can't do anything but entertain you on TV and nothing else. Like, he should have no negative impact on your life at all.
0: I agree. So going back to the show, uh, Crown Jewel, he came out, and it was very anticlimactic. And I'll say this. Mm-hmm. It was it was kind of surreal to see him back on television because of all of that controversy. I personally thought, well, eh, we'll probably never see him. I thought maybe he would come back and do autograph sessions at Comic-Cons and things like sure. that. But I didn't really think we would see him on our television but he did come back on our television and what kind of sucked about it. And what kind of sucked about this whole show is he was just on our television. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there was nothing remarkable that he said he didn't mess up, which is a plus. So he didn't do the WrestleMania 30 silver dome bullshit, but he didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, he, like he I'm, hit the I'm
1: happy to be here in the United Arab Emirates. <laughs> everybody yeah, he, at me?
0: Right. He, he played the hits and he got out. There was no run in. There was no young talent, uh, promo exchange. Did yeah. He just hit got the, out. yeah. Played the hits and got out, which is fine mm-hmm. for them. But for me, meh. so foreshadowing, uh, that's how I felt about this entire show, but that's how yeah. it started. Um, and then from there, Tim, I'll let you take over uh, what happened after sure, that. Sure,
1: we'll just break it down in chronological order uh, uh, as best as we can recall slash use resources on the internet for. Uh, we had the kickoff show, right? And they had a little Shinsuke Nakamura, the uh, leader of the United States of knock America, uh, taking with on no Rusev citizens. with no citizens. How much fun could this be? Like, this is what I'm talking about, like... We don't have to go back to an attitude era where it's crass and it's terse and it's pornographic, but you can still have the fun, off the wall, almost comic book like characters that wrestling used to have, right? Like mm-hmm. the the president of the United States of Knock America walking around with, with you know what I mean, like citizens, and you know what I mean, them like like we talked about having people try to sing the national anthem of Knock America and stuff like that, like that was the fun of wrestling. And I just like this between these two people, especially like this could have been a major storyline involving this ridiculous storyline, right? Like it could yep. have been great, but you know, it was otherwise just a match. Yeah. It's exactly what it felt like. Just a match. Right.
0: Yep. And, and I feel like going back to in the first segment, when I said we're just caring about content, I feel like, their model, and when I say there, I mean WWE, their model is, we're just going to throw out so much content and just keep the wheels turning that eventually you're going to say, wow, you know, Nakamura took on Rusev. I didn't know. I have to watch that. And then you search it on the network and then you think it was so much cooler than what it actually was, was a last minute match that was just thrown together. right? Right? Like, I could tell you that Kane took on mankind in a match in 99 that had someone set on fire and you go really? Oh my God, I got to see that. But the mat, the storyline might've sucked, but you don't know that because all you're seeing is the match. And that's what I feel like they're banking on is like, well, if we just put person a and person B together in a match, people will think it'll be cool. Right. Right. But there's no story behind it. Like this right. could have been cool. Right. Knock America or the knock Americans, could be refusing to recognize Rusev Day as a holiday, and that's the whole feud.
1: Right, they go to war. Right? They go to like, war, refusing right.
0: the national holiday of Rusev Day. Yeah. Or on vice versa, Rusev demands that all Knock Americans observe Rusev Day, and there's going to be a match. Right, there's a civil for them war in a, Knock America
1: yeah. because right of Rusev Day. Right. Right.
0: Easy as that. But what right. we got was. Hey, that guy and that guy, uh, you going to walk down to the ring? Okay. And that's what we got. Uh, So that's what happened. Because,
1: like, he could start the People's Republic of Rusev off Mm -hmm. of that, right? And they have their civil war and they fight. And then he's got his, you know what I mean, Rusev Day is the national day of you and know, then Independence you can, Day of, of
0: the... Right, and then that's when you can use all of this enhancement talent that isn't doing anything. Ty Dillinger. That's uh, where
1: they learn a personality, by the way.
0: Tyler Breeze.
1: They could uh, stumble into a new gimmick, too, out of stuff like this. you exactly. know. Exactly.
0: Right. Yeah. So, unfortunately, that's not what we do, because that takes effort, and God knows they're overworked. And I, I shit on writers a lot, but they are overworked, right? They have to be writing however eight to 10 hours, it seems like, of content each week. And that's fucking hard. Mm. However, I just came up with that in literally 45 seconds. I can flush that out into a storyline that was better than a kickoff match that no one will remember. Just saying. Anyhow, what happened next? So we had the kickoff. Then we had the
1: Hogan thing. Then he comes and does his little dun 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 dun, right? Like, everybody, welcome to the show and um and then we had the opening match and the opening round of the World Cup tournament to determine who is the best in the world and we had your pick, Randy orton taking on Ray Mysterio and um what uh, uh you you were solid on this one you thought orton's winning the whole thing and swerve well, swerve uh you know. As far
0: as the overall winner, uh, a million percent. Well, of
1: course, right.
0: But my logic behind picking Orton kind of checks out with who won the tournament and Shane McMahon, right? Because right. what I was saying was they're going with an old name that everyone knows, hmm. and everyone at the crowd will recognize as either good guy or bad guy. And yeah. so I thought, with if
1: you knew Shane McMahon those- was an option. Yeah, I I probably would have
0: picked him because I was just going with who's the most famous guy that most likely will be on TV each and every week that will use this. And I didn't think in my wildest dreams that Shane McMahon would be an option. So with my options, I thought, well, Randy Orton is the most popular guy here. It'll probably be him. Now, he lost his first match to Rey Mysterio. So I was fucking wrong. Uh, but I thought it was a fine match, and I liked what Randy Orton did at the end because it was establishing a little bit more of his character because when a bad guy loses, I never understood where they just like they get pinned, and especially in a match like that where it was like a crazy roll-up, and then he just goes like, well, shoot, and walks mm, to the back.
1: Uh, like, Darren.
0: Bad guys don't do that, and what bad guys typically do, and if this was real, what bad guys do is – Find a moment of weakness from the baby face who won celebrating and attack him. And that's right. what he did. I Beat thought that was up. good. Yeah, I thought it was good for a well, if Randy Orton's gonna lose, at least he's gonna look, you know, like a badass being separated from kicking the shit out of Ray Mysterio. So I like that. And I thought, you know, Ray winning, he still needs to keep winning, so it's okay. Mm.
1: The other raw uh what quarterfinal semi whatever. Uh, Jeff Hardy and the Miz, with the Miz coming out victorious. Who, by the way, I like on SmackDown, where he's calling himself uh, two thirds of the best in the world. That's he should keep using that line. That's that's fun.
0: I like it. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's going to go somewhere. Uh, I think a great shirt. And th- right? Yeah, <laughs> and I think Miz. I don't know if maybe this is going towards, and I hope not, just because he's such a better heel than babyface. But it almost feels like Shane's going heel. And maybe that first SmackDown match that he has or SmackDown attack angle that he has mm-hmm. is against Miz because Miz keeps running with this I-should-have-been-the-best-in-the-world guy. Right. And maybe that turns Miz babyface. Uh, but I think Miz beating Jeff Hardy, yeah, I mean, good. Jeff Hardy, why is he still on the roster?
1: Yeah, why is he still here? He's what bloated, he slow,
0: and repetitive. Like, that that spot could be used... And again, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but Eric Young or Killian Dane or Ty Dellinger, or uh, more of Nakama uh, Americans, you know, something like that. Yeah. But whatever. Between
1: his face paint and, and the damn New Day's pancakes, man, we're busting the budgets left and right over here. Um, oh, sure. yeah. <laughs> let's move on here. Um, let's see. Then we had bobby lashley taking on seth rollins and seth rollins coming out on top of this one uh again just
0: ho-hum get to the next thing i just don't i
1: mean i'm normally a fan of tournaments but this one just felt flat it did and and
0: as i said at the start of this segment and i'll say it again it also just felt just uh content it just felt like Hey, have you ever seen a Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley match? No. Well, here it is. Well, here oh, it okay. is in right. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And you could have done so much. You could have had Dean Ambrose cost Seth Rollins the match. You could have had Leo Rush uh, bombastically thinking he's helping Lashley when he actually grabs the foot of Lashley. And that's what causes Seth Rollins to win. And then there's some tension between Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley. Something. But what we got was just a straight up, oh, the good guy's better than the bad guy. Cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, move and, on. Yeah. Well, and then we got Dolph Ziggler beating Kurt Angle, which was a bit of a surprise for me. I would have thought they would have had Kurt Angle at least win a match in this thing.
0: So we'll get into the third segment uh, here uh, after the break. We're going to take another break here soon um, and kind of share our thoughts on the week that was as far as NXT, SmackDown, and Raw. Uh, but with this match particular and what happened on Raw, I think they're going to do something big. I think these are the seeds that are being planted. For something major, hopefully, maybe I'm giving him too much credit of Kurt Angle, you know, reaching rock bottom and having to pick himself back up. Right. Because he loses to Dolph Ziggler. Then he has to uh, tap out to his own finisher from Drew McIntyre. I mean, let's just say next week he loses another match to Elias or, you know um, Baron Corbin or something like that. Mm -hmm. And now we've seen a three match losing streak. What does the Olympic gold medalist, how does he recover? How does he find the will within, you know, I think maybe that's where we're going. So I was okay. If that's hopefully where we go going back to this match here, he loses, right? It, it, it's okay with me.
1: All right. So then we got a tag team match and we had the bar taking on the new day and the new day, uh, uh we're not able to overcome the odds as it were. And, uh, the bar still smack down tag team champions.
0: And, and, you know, survivor series, we're going to do the, uh, new day and usos representing the tag teams versus whoever raw will pick for their mm-hmm. tag teams. And, New day Usos with all their history against each other and how captivating they are, you know, separately putting them together, I think is a home run. However, if we're not going to do the new day one heel turn thing, cause they've all, they've all stated like, we don't want to be broke up like that. And that's fine. Whatever. Cool. At least with the next upcoming draft, whenever that is for something new, because, you can do the separation of, for example, Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy, right? They were separated because Jeff went to SmackDown, Matt went on Raw, and they didn't hate each other, and they did a backstage segment when the like a pay-per-view was together, and they had a fun little thing, and then they just kept going on. You could do that here, right? Big E goes to Raw, Xavier Woods, and Kofi stays on SmackDown. Right. They're still the New Day, air quotes. Um, but we're doing something new because, like you said— pancakes and cereal and bright colors and books or whatever it is. It's like, I don't know. This well is dry. I mm-hmm. definitely don't want to see him as a tag team champs. So let's just, I don't know what's the next chapter. Cause this, I've already read this book. It's I'm yeah. done with
1: it. And I don't know what it is because I, if you don't have them fight each other, I just, I don't know what it is. That's not.
0: Cause I mean, you know what I'm saying? You can do that, right? You could yeah. say, the, the veteran, Kofi Kingston, right? Have it this way. The, there's a draft. Uh, before the draft, the New Day states, you know, in a promo backstage, like, it would be cool to be Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, Big e, I You know, Big E says, I, I used to be Intercontinental Champion. It was a great feeling. Maybe I want that again, right? And then they go, so they establish that in the draft, they're all individuals or you can draft them all together. And then you have... Stephanie McMahon say, I want to take a blow to uh, Shane's product, and I'm splitting up the New Day, so I'm only drafting Big E to Monday Night Raw. Well, now he's a sympathetic baby face. He misses his friends. He's a loner on Raw. He gets he's beat up nerd. by the heels. Right, well, he gets beat up by the heels. He has no one to rely on because he's by himself because he was with the New Day for so long. Yeah, anybody long.
1: they made fun of before. Right, now, now they're no beating him
0: up, and uh, now he's by himself. And then we can build that storyline to... I don't know, him taking the title off of Bobby Lashley, right? Bobby Lashley your the Intercontinental Champion. Big E beats him for the title. Right there. Look at that. That took me all of, again, 90 seconds. But you fucks are going to keep selling me pancakes. Fucks.
1: Yeah, yeah, pancakes. All right, then we had a semifinal match uh, in the World Cup, The Miz versus Rey Mysterio. And uh, we got The Miz um, in this one. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: And we can fast forward. So then, also, Dolph Ziggler beats Seth Rollins. Right, right. And as the tournament was, you know, finalizing, and those were your two finalists. I thought that was interesting because they were both heels.
1: Right, right. You're right. But
0: they were heels that didn't, that had history. Obviously, they, Dolph Ziggler, put his career on the line for the Intercontinental Championship. So it's not as if these two have never uh, faced each other in a match or anything like that. However, it just felt like. Well, one, I've already seen this a million times. And two, they're both heels. So if I'm treating this as a shoot, I don't give a
1: shit who wins because they both suck. I don't like either of these guys. They're both assholes.
0: Right. So I don't know. It kind of felt like you were already in a corner. And then uh, let's just get right into the finals match. Um, Miz gets hurt. Yeah. And. Shane McMahon, who I think it was kind of cool, was like, no, we're not ending it that way. Right. And I was like, yeah, OK. And he puts himself in the match. And even then, I'm like, all right, let's let's see where this goes. But that he just wins. in what was it? Two minutes or, or, or less over Dolph Ziggler. Huh? Yeah. And Baron yeah, Corbin. Baron Corbin. Interject yourself, right? You're the commissioner. You say, no, that commissioner is not in this right. match.
1: Hit I him get with it. his thing. And then you could, well, and then or, or Dolph wins, and then you know, like everybody's just like, Yeah, best in the world, whatever. You eat Shane McMahon in an impromptu finals, you know what I mean? Like, you're not the best in the world, right? Yeah, you know? like I,
0: I just think the easiest thing you could have done, which would have been the most captivating, is let's add some stakes to the Survivor Series match, let's plant the seeds here at Crown Jewel, Shane McMahon interjects himself on behalf of Miz, Who's injured. So it's Shane McMahon and Dolph Ziggler in a crazy match, which that'll catch your attention. But Baron Corbin says like, I'm the better of the two commissioners. He hits him with his uh, black hole son or whatever the fuck it's called. His finishing maneuver. Well, now Shane has beef with the raw commissioner Baron Corbin and you have SmackDown led Shane McMahon team. Versus Raw led Baron Corbin team authority figures that are you know making people go to the other shows to attack each other and you have a a power struggle between commissioner and GM on two separate shows. Wow, that's cool. Nope, we're just gonna put old Team SmackDown with Miz and Rey Mysterio versus hodgepodge Raw and yada yada yada. Right? No fucking story.
1: Uh, Could have Baron- been planted right here. I think Baron Corbin calls it the, you should have worn a helmet. That's
0: oh, his finisher. finisher? Right. I don't think that's what it's called.
1: You don't think that's it? The no. Oh my God, he hit him with the, you should have worn a helmet.
0: I no. don't think that's it, that's no. Not
1: it. Yeah. All right. So we also had AJ Styles and Samoa Joe with AJ Styles winning, because again, as you said, this is a glorified house show, so.
0: Yeah. And that's, right, I mean, right. it was a fine match, right? Like if yeah. I was there, I would have said like, that was cool. Fine. Thumbs up. Fine. glad I saw I it. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I saw it personally. That's how I would have felt. Glad mm. I saw that personally. Hey, I can go on as a pro wrestling fan saying that I saw AJ Styles and Samoa Joe wrestle each other. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But for a crown jewel special event, fuck off.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then we had Brock Lesnar winning the vacant Universal Championship because Braun Strowman just is not a thing, I guess, anymore.
0: Unfortunately, not. Now, uh, I know that when we re- rebooted Spanish Announce Table 2.0, I didn't want to go into the Dave Meltzer reports, and this is a blah, 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 blah. So I'll keep this to a minimum, but the decision to put the title back on Brock Lesnar paid off the following weekend or uh, the following UFC because Daniel Cormier beats Derek Lewis in what everyone kind of thought. I mean, everyone has a puncher's chance. So, and then anything can ever sure. happen. You know, anything can happen. However, you could bet your house payment on Daniel Cormier and be pretty secure. And what did Daniel Cormier say? Hey, Brock Lesnar, bring your universal title. Cause I think I want to be that champion too. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. You yeah. just got your promotion mentioned on a rival as far as viewers go promotion for free and it's free advertisement. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it pays off you if you're looking at that. Now let's go a little bit in the bubble. What the fuck? It was yeah. a squash match of just finishers. Mm-hmm. I get it. Braun Strowman kicked out of sixty-two F fives. Okay, he's a man that needs you know all the finishers in the world to be beat. Great. The match didn't even last longer than it but, takes to
1: heat up a hot pocket. But he still got beat again by Brock Lesnar. Again,
0: yeah. And and this and this yeah. one was, I mean, you literally couldn't it's heat up easier a hot for pocket. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't heat up Hot Pockets in the time that that match lasted.
1: Yeah. Brock Lesnar can beat him up quicker every time now. (laughs) Yeah. Next time it'll take 30 seconds. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right. It was just just dumb. And then, um, oh, the match of the century. The Brothers of Destruction. D Generation X. What'd you think of that? I thought the best.
0: So I won't try to make fun of triple h for ripping his pec that much. I mean, it's kind of funny, but look, in a in a entertainment where you're putting your body through a car wreck each and every time and especially at all four of those guys ages, shit's a- bound to happen. So, okay, right? Like that happens. Right. I'm sorry. You know, blah blah blah. I empathize with you. Hey, and also, you know, you gained my respect in the two thousands going through both of those quads and finishing your matches, you finish this one as well. You might be one of the toughest fucking guys to ever be a pro wrestler, right? You're proving this each and every time you get hurt 45 seconds into a match and keep finishing it. Right? So good job. Right? Here you go. Cool. Everything else sucked. So let's just put that aside. Kane, your fucking mask falls off. Your fucking mask falls off. What in the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah, you bloated bath sud. at least keep your fucking mask on. Mm-hmm. how how in two thousand eighteen is the most broke down pro wrestler going undertaker look the best of those four fucking people. So, yeah, Shawn Michaels, just I get it. You're old and my back and the the Suck it up a little bit, you know, like the whole, Hey, triple H, we're too old for this. Yeah. Well, that's what we're all fucking saying to your face. Stop yeah, it. And you ruined your legacy. It, yeah. You ruined your legacy because Sean Michaels cut maybe the greatest podcast promo of all time on Sam Roberts podcast. When Sam Roberts was like, you want to come back? And go find it on YouTube or Sam Roberts feed or however you want to find it. But Shawn Michaels essentially said like the character that was retired by undertaker and that started with the rockers is the same one. And that was such a beautiful piece of art that I just don't want to come back against fill in the blank name. Right. Right. But now you do this shit show D minus match. And now we have to like, that was the retirement match against Undertaker at WrestleMania. Now, he did a tag team match, but who the fuck cares about that? Like, right. that, we have to do that, and if we're going to have to do that, you should have put a million percent into this match. Instead, it was a hodgepodge of fucking uh, grab me here, uh, put me in the ring here. Kane's fucking mask falls off. I can't get over that. How does Kane's fucking mask fall off?
1: Well, God you know, damn. when you're busy being a mayor, you kind of forget some little things. You forgot well, he needs the yeah, extra so, pin in the back to keep it, you
0: know. And then fucking Shawn Michaels does his backflip off the top rope to the outside. And because Kane's fucking mask falls off and Undertaker is just like, ah, he can take it. Shawn Michaels goes fucking face first into the mat and goddamn almost kills himself.
1: Yeah. And we're
0: just like, you know, his, ugh, these old timers. What? And, and let's even just go a little bit into Raw. None of it was mentioned. Like, what was the what was the fallout of DX and Brothers of Destruction?
1: Nobody gives a shit.
0: I get that Triple H is hurt, and so now we got to, you know, reshuffle the cards. Kane needs but a new because
1: he stepped yeah. on it when it fell off.
0: Yeah, Shawn Michaels doesn't come out and say, like, we're the best ever, and then the brothers beat him up because he's by himself. The brothers don't ask for a rematch. Like, Nothing. So it was all for not because you guys want for a fucking cash grab. And Shawn Michaels, who had, like I said, that greatest promo and made me just appreciate the shit out of his career, now I have to do like the Ric
1: Flair asterisks
0: where I'm like, well, but he did one one more match, and Kane's mask fell off.
1: There was no – yeah, Kane's mask fell off. Yeah. You know? uh, and
0: that was the <laughs> – that's probably the worst match of the year. Now the I'm not going who, to
1: – who we demasked a long time ago, and we know what he looks like. Yeah, uh, and then he took it off several times. Otherwise, was still wearing it for some reason, and it fell off.
0: Well, and not even that the mask fell off because I'm okay with that. It's that he went from long hair to buzz cut to long hair.
1: Right, because there's there's the hair with the mask. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs>
0: that's the part that's the dumbest because if you go back to wcw it was just a mask
1: but it's a wig and a mask
0: right because if you go back to wcw there were times where vader's mask fell off but it was you know you got into the match of how physical it was and the mask falls off okay we can buy into that but that this character had now you're wearing a halloween
1: costume
0: yeah this character had long black hair an orange buzz cut and a long black hair man you look fucking stupid
1: and you're like you mayor. look so fucking like dumb other people are gonna go sit in a council meeting and they're gonna have watched that and they're gonna think about this moron this dork was out there in flame unitard uh you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah with was, two uh,
0: left feet just fuck and the wrestling least a important bunch of old of the dudes court. like you yeah. think
1: he's old he was wrestling like his older brothers out there just uh
0: well, and if you think he was important, he wasn't. He was the least important part of the four people. It wasn't even yeah, needed. The, the it wasn't like guys, the right, marquee.
1: Yeah. God. It was,
0: so, recapping Crown Jewel, it was a D minus. It was, well, Yeah, here, I've,
1: got, I've got some Tweet the Tables we should read, too, because okay. uh, you yeah, should yeah. use those. Hashtag Tweet the Table on Twitter. Use hashtag Tweet the Table, and uh, we'll read some of the best right here. And um, at, uh, let's start with at, i got to see the names first. You know, didn't work out. You know, we got to fire this producer. At Theo seventy five says, "That's not HBK. That looks like Christopher Daniels after a week long bender, who just had enough time to shower, slash dress up, and team up with Triple H to take on the Brothers of Destruction." Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, look like uh, Christopher Daniels on a bender. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. That's a good one. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, at B underscore double underscore D says, "HBK is my favorite wrestler of all time, hands down." But fuck. Hashtag tweet oh he says seriously. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. It just felt sad.
0: It felt like a you cash know? grab. It sad. felt like it it just it felt like it felt icky. It felt dirty. It felt not genuine. It felt forced. I just I didn't like any it, of it. It almost like felt like
1: Kane's mask it. fell off. Well it did. Yeah. And then uh, one more, at Katie First Lady says, yeah, Evolution was the better show by far. Crown Jewel really had no interest, and Shane is best in the world. Really? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, it's just kind of like, it it ended with that, we were like, really, that's the solution, you guys? Like, that's the, this was the thing? This was your idea for best in the world?
0: Well, yeah, just your three marquee moments was giving your marquee title to a guy who doesn't give a shit and won't be around Mm -hmm. a fraudulent tournament made even more dumb by saying best in the world is an executive who doesn't wrestle. And then your main event is four people who don't wrestle full time and
1: make it look
0: horrible. Yeah. It was just the three marquee things that they, that that match or that event will be known for were so God awful It could be the worst event of the year.
1: And then to make it all worse, Kane's mask fell off. I mean, really. And to
0: make it all worse, (laughs) it was worse than evolution in which evolution was billed as, isn't this fun? We're all doing something together. That's what you were worse than. You're right. Just, just people going, this is fun. Look at us.
1: All right. We're going to take a break. So Kane has time to get his mask back on and, strap back up while we, uh, well, I want to go... say
0: one more thing. One, oh, yeah. I will say, uh, and we can make this quick. It is Vince McMahon making headway in Saudi Arabia because Renee Young did call the action in person. I really thought she would that's be true. in Connecticut calling it like via satellite. No, she was sitting right next to Cole and yeah, That's Court weird Grace. that they
1: Let that be a thing. It was awesome. Yeah, it is cool. It's weird though that, that like that line wasn't drawn. That's odd. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyhow, that that was cool. But
1: yeah, we'll take a break. We'll take a break and we'll talk about some of the fallout of that. Well, not really because they didn't really discuss the fallout, but we'll talk about what happened the next evening on Raw and then SmackDown the next day when we come back to the Spanish announce table.
0: Fun fact, Mick Foley was the first guy in WWE history to have a different entrance and exit theme.
1: The Spanish announce table. All right, wrestling happened. Tom?
0: Wrestling
1: happened.
0: And what did you think?
1: Did you watch the wrestling, Tom?
0: I did. Yeah, I I watched the wrestling. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're about to talk more off-air about our thoughts, but we figured to share it with you because that's what our podcast is about. So what I was about to say off-air and what I'll start now uh, as we start this segment is for me, any time that I see Raw from overseas in any country that's not North America. And I include Canada, Canada, they still treat kind of like North America, lower 48 States, you know? Um, but when they do these international shows, it just feels like a tribute to the troops or a Saturday night main event. And outside of what I think is becoming now a, uh, tradition there's always one title change right so last year it was on smackdown when jinder mahal lost his title to aj styles this year it was seth rollins having to do a two-on-one handicap match against aop which eh, aop yeah, who's been on right. that who's been on that bandwagon that was fun since day dude. one that was me yeah uh, but uh and, and it was fun right and so you got now these heels that could hopefully rejuvenate the raw tag team picture so, uh, as I was mentioning, other than it seems like the traditional one title has to change hands overseas, it kind of feels like a filler show. Like, no, no one get hurt. Okay, we're all overseas. No one, please, no one get hurt. have got jet get... lag. Right. Yeah, I know everyone's jet lag. So let's let's all be sane here. Let's all be calm. Let's all be courteous. Let's just get back to florida or you know fill in the blank let's just get back there so let's just get to what we need to do here so we can get back there and then we can ramp up the stories and all that because that's what both shows felt like it felt like kind of duds kind of throwaways now i know there was a lot of who's gonna captain this team and who's gonna captain that team but that kind of also fell flat and so i don't know i'm starting to feel anytime i see as i mentioned an overseas show i'm like well if i have plans i, I might do that and that, then right. yeah i'll I'll catch the results or you know anything that goes viral after it happens
1: yeah yeah that's how i felt overall really uh, as well um and like the build-up to the Survivor Series Raw versus SmackDown stuff has fallen flat for me also because there's just no reason... Why do these people with all these storylines that don't like each other suddenly care about the Raw versus SmackDown thing? Like, it just doesn't... Well,
0: if there were stakes added to the matches, I would get it a little bit more. I do understand the, the whole inherent competition of like, no, this is where... Everyone that's an A plus player comes, not your show. Yeah. so yeah, I guess like I if might they
1: got title matches or something. You know what I mean? Like the people that survived for the yeah, team. Yeah, and that's won, what I'm saying.
0: Right? Add, add some stakes to yeah. it. But but I do inherently understand the like, hey, I might hate you, but I know that you're better than them, yeah. and so f- I get that
1: part. For what it's worth, they've been playing the Daniel Bryan Miz stuff off well. Uh, yeah, in that regard, like where they're just like, all right, this is weird. Stop! I don't want to like you. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, that's fun stuff, right?
0: Yeah, and and that makes sense, right? Because you would say like, like I just stated, you know, right. we're better than them. Now I don't yeah. like you, but let's just begrudgingly do this so that mm-hmm. we can kick their ass yeah. because we have to prove that this is where the A plus players uh, are.
1: A little peek uh, behind the curtains of the Spanish announce table. Tom and I hate each other's guts. I mean, like, yeah, we I, only do that's... this for the money you know yeah so the you money need to,
0: and because now we can do it at our homes the there's money, a reason why yeah. we left the best right. you
1: uh, right and then so now we got the money the fame you know all, all that comes with that the power and um, separation and the separation from each other right we had to put thousands of miles of cable between us uh, thousands, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> we tell you how much distance Kansas city is here, but yeah, anyway, uh, let's keep moving on here. What else we got that happened that we well, want to talk about?
0: Well, I was going to state, you know, I've been pretty negative about crown jewel and typically, mm-hmm. you know, uh, tmax three Ps was a thing at one time. And I'm not going to go back to that cause it's a little bit more difficult to do. Right. However, I, I do want to say there was a, uh, great, um, continuation of a new match that was added the previous week and that's the promos between ronda rousey and becky lynch yeah, huh? both oh, both so great knocked them out of the park ronda yes. rousey with the you might be the man but i'm the baddest bitch mm-hmm. fucking love that and then well uh, she's becky just like lynch- i was
1: bred for this like while you're out here doing all this crap like i was being fucking horse into this you know like
0: oh. well and so Becky Lynch, who is the best wrestler currently, like this month, you know, these these mm-hmm. last 30 days, she is the best wrestler, man oh, or yeah. woman right. in WWE, maybe in the world. Yeah. Uh, I don't pay attention too much to the Cody Rhodes storylines right now, but sure. you know what I'm saying? Becky Lynch is fucking killing it on all levels. But it was pretty cool. Did you see the uh, WWE.com exclusive interview Becky Lynch did uh, um, in, in response to, uh, Ronda Rousey, uh,
1: I might have, I don't, it's not so going she was out. like,
0: so she retorted and said, Hey, you might've been waking up with your mom, giving you an arm bar and you were bred for this. Yeah. Well, my mom didn't support this. So I had to go out by my own, leave my home in comfort Sleep on the mats in wrestling schools right. to get to where I am, and she's like, Yeah, I, you know, might have took some odd jobs, which Rhonda fucking killed her on, right? The well, you didn't really love this, you were doing this and this right, and this, right. but Becky was like, Well, I had to do this and this and this to I can get to this point here, so you know, you might have yeah. been bred for this and coddled, but I was out here grinding, and I love that. And then if you're paying attention on Twitter, their back and forths are fucking amazing. The last thing I saw was Rhonda. Uh, either had a fan mock up or maybe she had a you know, uh, person she pays mock up a survivor series Ronda versus Becky, uh, promotional poster. And yeah. it was kind of funny. I mean, nothing was too funny about it, but the pictures of Becky right. weren't the best. And Ronda was like, Look at your forehead here. And Becky responds and says, At Travis Brown MMA, who is Ronda Rousey's Ronda Rousey's husband,
1: right. at
0: Travis Brown MMA. I think you need to get your wife. She seems drunk.
1: Yeah, Like, paraphrasing. Yeah. Like, it's just been great on Twitter. Is killing it in every opportunity. Like every time that red light comes on, like she's doing something cooler than she did before. The Twitter is great. I mean, yeah, every she's going time after Seth Rollins. Oh, about and she's the whole like
0: the man thing.
1: And yeah, she's got wit and she's got great lines. And I mean, like she's captivating that audience. Like they would have like started a riot at her command uh, yeah the other night when she was talking and i mean it was great when she was like who the hell are you to tell the champ anything like yeah oh um, man it, she's great i
0: hope because of storylines uh importance and because ronda rousey i think is you know the highest paid female and with this whole hashtag me too hashtag women's revolution thing I hope they main event the damn thing. I hope they main event Survivor Series. I hope it's Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch in your main event. I think it's more important than any thrown together Raw versus SmackDown. I think it's more important than any U.S. title versus inter- Intercontinental title or the tag team. You know, that's the match right now for me. If you were to say, like, what is the storyline that keeps you invested I, w- I wish I could say it was Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. That seems like a slow burn, which I think the payoff is going to be awesome. But consistently week in, week out, right now, going into Survivor Series, it's Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey because yeah. both of them are killing it. It's incredible.
1: I agree with that, but that like you could have said that about the Charlotte-Becky Lynch thing, and they didn't do that.
0: Well, yeah, the, the common name. denominator right now is Becky Lynch is hitting... Yeah home runs every single time but this
1: one is ronda so they might that's what i'm saying you know what I mean? this one right. yeah
0: because the only reason charlotte and becky didn't main event is because ronda and nikki bella have more casual viewers and you know with the content just throw everything at you they're trying to catch that casual viewer mm-hmm. so it makes sense why that was the main event well guess what now we got the casual viewer uh demo check marked with uh, Ronda Rousey but then we've got the hardcore fans and the best thing in WWE with Becky Lynch so hopefully that is the main event. I hope so at least.
1: Yeah, and then uh the Drifter has drifted uh into face territory full on now man so he's uh Elias yeah, right up I, in there. What do you think of it?
0: Well, I like that he's still doing the hey shut your mouth, I'm yeah. trying to play a song.
1: He's still it's being not as, the same guy.
0: Yeah, he's not going full like I'm wearing um, a Yankees jersey in New York. You know, he's not doing that. Right. So at least he's staying true to the, would you shut up? I'm trying to play a song when said wrestler tries to interrupt him. Right. But I still wish he was doing the, like, why do I have to be in this town? I think the crowd would still be like, yeah, this town sucks. Yeah, you're right. We do suck, right? We
1: are Toledo. I mean, really. We suck. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Now, I hope. you know, if they're gonna go face the, you know, he doesn't make the Seattle Sonics comment again in whatever town he is he's in. But yeah. I still think you
1: could do like St. Louis. Why that. am I here? You know. God, I forgot about that. When they just they they did not like. They that. wanted to beat him up. They, really... they to beat everyone up. That was the that was the the
0: uh the fire starter for a riot that was just we hate that the sonics aren't here anymore
1: like i mean you they, assholes. Put, they put the other like you don't think we know like come on man <laughs> it hurts enough like why are you doing this to us yeah it <laughs> oh, was, that great. was so fun all right let's see anything else what else was cool um hmm, well DNA Ambrose... turned right that wasn't cool but
0: no, no, not at all. That was, that, w- that went over like a turd in a punch bowl. Uh-huh. Um, but I did think that the Dean Ambrose coming out after Seth Rollins loses and still like fucking him up. It yeah. adds, but again, it feels like another, like, Hey, we've got something cool for Royal rumble. It's November. So why don't we just do one more of these, uh, just, you know, whatever. It's right. still
1: beat each other up. Story going, But yeah. Right. Uh, We got Bobby Lashley beating up on the Rainbow Warrior. Um, The Rainbow Warrior? Yeah, uh, Finn Balor. Oh, yeah, because he says Balor clubs for everyone. Well, he's got rainbows on him all the time now.
0: Oh, that's cool. But what a just that guy,
1: you know? Just there he is. Comes in, they're like, hey, this guy's amazing, universal title, rip. Okay, you know what? We were wrong. Just like like that. That's what it feels. Yeah, Yeah. that's what it feels
0: like as far as his presentation. It was he is a demon. He can you know call upon this spirit and beat Bray Wyatt or AJ Styles, and they're like, okay, cool. Let's. Oh, he's just a guy. Okay, okay, it's fine. Okay, hey, the the mixed match challenge. Okay, I get it. B and B. That's cool because Bailey's awesome and Bailey loves uh Balor and blah 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 blah. Okay, so what's next? Oh, he's just gonna walk out. Oh, he just lost to Baron what? Corbin? Oh, he just lost yeah. to Bobby Lashley? Oh, so he's just a guy?
1: Oh, he just lost to Bobby Lashley? Oh, and Drew McIntyre is going to beat him up also just because? <laughs> like, yeah.
0: <laughs> what are we doing? Like,
1: why not? Like, oh, here's a little tune-up before my match. I'll just throw this guy around. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, hey, little guy, I'm going to throw you out of the ring, uh, too.
1: you a demon. Uh, I, thought, I
0: thought for all, uh, AOP winning the titles was really cool because, again, I've been – Day one, since they went to the main roster, an AOP fan, especially with little Rockstar Spud or Drake Maverick, whatever the fuck you call him. Uh, I love him. Pipsqueak, chicken shit, heel manager. Love it. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. they look the part. I think they're money. I like that they're violent. I like violence. It's awesome. It's cool. Hopefully they fucking push this to something cool, like beat up people backstage because they're fucking big and they're mad and they got testosterone and they want to fucking hurt someone. Hopefully they do that.
1: Beat somebody up
0: they will probably lose the fucking B and B or best yeah. friend or B team or whatever. Um But anyhow, I thought AOP winning was cool. I did think though it was pretty remarkable that Drew McIntyre not that he beat Kurt Angle because old man versus young lion or old lion versus young lion thing I get, but that he beat him with an ankle lock, mm. like the angle or the angle lock.
1: Yeah, they that seem to was be, like kind of like wow. They seem to be wow. buying in on. Drew McIntyre—it's like what they envisioned his first run was going to be. You know, when they had him yeah. as the chosen mm-hmm. one. Like, I it's, agree. It's hitting more now, and yeah, he's a more complete character now too. Mm-hmm. Like, he really is bulked up even more, and just looks like a just a sadistic badass. Uh, it's interesting it.
0: though, because you know, before going into Crown Jewel, he was monster hunting. Remember, and he was going uh, after uh, Braun Strowman. And now, I hey, look, you, you beat Kurt Angle with an uh, an angle lock, and that's pretty cool. And, but it seems like, so wait a minute, are you, are you beating up Braun, or are we picking on Kurt Angle? Like, let's get some direction, because yeah. I love it when everyone's kind of beating up on each other, because that makes sense, because you guys are a traveling circus. However, I need something to sink my teeth in with him. Like it mm. seems cool. Like you said, he looks like a sadistic bastard. He looks like he could beat everyone up on the roster. But I need, for me, a little bit direction. Like who are we going after? And then is yeah, What's still- your
1: purpose now?
0: Yeah, right. yeah. Like, are you still monster hunting? Because why would you wrestle Kurt right. Angle? Is Dolph you know?
1: still carrying your bags around? What's the deal here?
0: Yeah, and uh, I get why he wrestled Kurt Angle because the whole uh, Baron Corbin, but. For Braun to beat Kurt the way he did, that f- feels like, to me, well, that's a storyline, right? Because Kurt Angle needs to beat that guy up because he embarrassed him.
1: Right. Drew. Drew did that. Drew, yeah. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. um, Yeah. You know what else we got uh, was yet another Hug It Out with the Usos and the New Day and, like, hey, man, we wouldn't, you know, we don't like you, but, you know, we'll battle with you. Like, why, wow, man, they really are getting stale with this whole New Day versus somebody thing like this like has been i said, done.
0: yeah everything has been done i i cannot think i honestly if you were to say like book the new day in a tag mm-hmm. uh storyline i can't think of one they yeah, even did the good. whole thing with sanity where it was like three on three you know like that was the last thing i felt like they could have done because sanity was mm-hmm. a polar opposite of what they are but that was a hit and miss and move on i don't i don't know what they can do
1: which, speak of sanity, how fun is Nikki Cross? I mean, just, uh, and place erupted for her, and I just loved it. I mean, she comes out and she's like, I'll play with you. You know, like just, oh gosh, she's so fun.
0: Yeah, but I don't, I, I feel so bad being negative, because <laughs> I, I want to like things, and I like the Nikki Cross. Yeah. But if I don't pay attention to NXT, if I'm only a Raw SmackDown viewer, I just saw a crazy little weird girl that might look like she smells get beat
1: mm-hmm,
0: up. Mm-hmm. So who the right.
1: fuck cares? Right? Yeah, and for no reason with people that like we hadn't seen until recently again. You know, like I, it's just weird. Yeah.
0: Like if you're gonna do the match with Becky Lynch, have it.
1: Yeah. Build have to Landa, it.
0: Or, or no, not even that. What you could have easily done is. During the match, Ronda Rousey's music hits. That distracts Becky. Nikki Cross gets a roll-up over Becky. Becky's pissed at Ronda for distracting her, but you get Nikki Cross that has a win, so then after Survivor Series, you could do a throwaway match on SmackDown that main events with Nikki Cross versus Becky Lynch for the title, and it makes sense because Nikki Cross has a win over right? right? But instead, it was like, nah, Becky Lynch got to beat this little bitch up. Right. And it's like, no. if And... That reaction was awesome, right? How cool was it? That sounded like fucking, uh, not Triple H at, at the
1: Garden, but right. it
0: sounded fucking
1: cool. Right. It sounded was like, like... Oh, hell yeah.
0: It sounded like Sami Zayn in Montreal when Bret Hart right. introduced him, right? Right. So, you know who she could beat up? One of the Iconics. Yeah. The Iconics don't need to fucking win a thing. Right. The Iconics can cut down the town and say how... blah. Yeah, anybody...
1: From this part of the of the world, right. And then just, Yeah,
0: and you guys – and you could have said, easy, easy, here's what you could do. The, the Iconics could have ended their promo with, and you can't sit at the table with us. And then Nikki yeah. Cross goes, I want to sit at the table with you, and runs out and beats one of them.
1: Well, so Insanity is going to have the same problem that they, they had with the Wyatt family here, is that there's no direction to it, that there's no – Eric Young needs to be, like, he's crazy, I get it, like, and he's erratic, but there still needs to be a purpose, there needs to be a method to the madness, right, like, they supposed to be having an ulterior motive behind their actions, uh, you know what I mean, like, and, and mm-hmm. so there's none of that, so we get this, right, we just get her, like, popping up, like you said, and then just losing to the champ, and then, like, oh, so she's here now, that was the right. point of that, right, like, I, yeah. yeah, it's just odd, you're right, yeah,
0: and, And the other thing that I think sanity falls the victim to just like the Wyatts, uh, although the Wyatts did have a few moments of, you know, eye catching memorable TV, but the the biggest uh, victim of their storytelling is you can't turn it up. Right. And they always have to be the foil, right? So it always has to be, uh, I'm trying to think. It always has to be, rusev overcomes the crazy guy right every storyline it feels like that sanity will ever be in is the bray wyatt john cena storyline right. where john cena just well, yeah. overcame it and it's like well they lose all the fucking time yeah. and they can't do anything crazy so it's all gonna be just riddles and
1: bullshit well and this is where i think yeah nikki cross is almost better off without that group you know
0: well i'd love like I was nervous, not nervous, but I was like, Well, this is the last time I'll probably see Nikki Cross when sanity went up to the main roster and she right. stayed down. But then she sunk her teeth in that awesome, like, I know who did the attack. Mm. And that just made it like all right, the the stinky smelly girl knows some fucking shit. I guess I gotta talk to her because I wanna find out, but she might bite me.
1: You know, like yeah, she literally might bite me.
0: Like right. but that was cool. And so yeah, go back to that's NXT. a
1: fun character, and that's where we were talking about earlier like with the knock America and all that stuff. Like, that's a reoccurring theme to that character that like everybody interacts with, and they'll be like, Man, you know who you gotta ask and they'll be like, exactly, no, no. and be like, Yeah, but you gotta bring her some ramen noodles and some matches. And what else was she asking for? I forget. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just like, right? And some Q tips. And then she said she'll tell you what she saw the other day in the, in the parking lot. And you're like, all right, God damn it. Where am I going to find Q tips? It's fucking two in the morning, right? Like, you know, yeah. that was the fun stuff. And they don't do this anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, and you could just have her randomly pop up anywhere, right? So <laughs> let's just say Shane McMahon says, actually, I'm not doing this co main event cap or these co captains for the SmackDown mm-hmm. uh, um, team. I have a captain in mind and it's the three of them, right? So it's Daniel Bryan, Shane and Miz. And then Shane says that and he leaves. And then you get Daniel Bryan and Ms staring at each other. Like I'm the better man. And then Nikki Cross goes, he told me who's going to be the captain. And they go, what? And he goes, he told me. And he just, and then she just leaves. And they're like, and then just like you said, Daniel Bryan's like, well, I got to find out. And Ms. is like, yeah, go find out for us he's like no you got to come with me he's like i don't want to bring the ramen noodles or whatever it is you know what i mean and then you right. just you know but then she's relevant and it's not just hey nikki cross lost to naomi right where where she did a crazy move on the apron the fuck yeah. cares man
1: yeah no and so nxt was good with that like when they had the um you know the whole who done it thing, like that. She was yeah. kind of that reoccurring character. So, like, we need a little bit more of that on the main rosters. I think that would be definitely nice to have. Yeah.
0: Speaking of NXT, I wanted to say another big positive for me was the debut match, at least on TV, uh, for Matt Riddle. I have been a big Matt Riddle fan. I love the bro. I love Super Bros. I love all of the like the the high surfer gimmick that mm-hmm. he has, but he has the body of a fucking you know gladiator. I'm a all in on a Matt Riddle thing. I hope don't even do anything with. The, I would want one storyline with him overcoming the Undisputed Era, right? And then from there, I want him to go straight to Brock Lesnar. That's all I right. want. Just straight to Brock Lesnar, and then have him beat Brock Lesnar. Paul Heyman goes, "Hey, you're the new guy. Why don't you join with me?" And he goes, "Nope, fuck off. I'm the nope. bro. You're not right. bro enough for me." And then you you're pushing because I think he's young. I think he looks the part. He does have some questionable tattoos that I don't know how you're gonna cover up that because he has got some like mushrooms on him. Um, so I don't know how you're gonna do that. But man, outside of that, who cares? Um, big, push Mario that food. guy. I let's stop with the the slow burn of a Velveteen Dream, which I think Velveteen Dream's doing great, too. I'm not saying, like, Velveteen Dream's doing anything bad. But with Matt Riddle, for me, I don't know. I'm all in. Push him to the moon. Like, all in get him already, out of here. Huh? Yeah. NXT's the second best show on television behind uh, SmackDown. But just, you know, Roman Reigns' spot needs to be filled. He may never come back and say what you want and tweet the table and say how stupid or crazy I am. But that spot could be filled right now, I think, by by the bro himself, Matt Riddle. Love it. I like that. Love it. I, like that. I know he's only done one match, but I love it.
1: All right. Let's see. Uh, Mysterio beat Andrade and Almas, who decided to show up again. We haven't seen him in a, in and a while.
0: Guys. Oh. Okay. I'm going to make my criticisms quick. Ray Mysterio versus another Mexican guy. That's what we're doing every fucking time with him. Every time it's Ray Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero, which is sick and awesome. Right. But then it's Ray Mysterio versus Chavo. And then it's Ray Mysterio versus uh, Alberto Del Rio. And now it's uh, Ray Mysterio versus Cien. And it's like, can he go away from the other Mexican guy? No, in any storyline he does.
1: <laughs> right. Again, no.
0: We've talked about it when it was hypothetical that he would be coming back, but let's have Rey Mysterio versus Leo Rush main eventing next week's 205 Live. Wouldn't that be fucking cool?
1: It would make 205 Live something cool.
0: I would watch 205 Live if you say, The man of the hour, Lashley's favorite guy, Leo Rush. Versus 619, the king of the luchadors, the godfather of 205 Live. Right there. Again, old lion, new lion. And there you go. Instead, we get Rey Mysterio fucking just hanging out with Jeff Hardy's fucking coked-out ass, mm-hmm. allegedly. Um, You know? Um, God dang guys. You know what on. else
1: I liked was um in the whole Miz-Daniel Bryan thing and they're, and they're picking the team and how well they played that out was Samoa Joe just looked like a... Uh barely leashed deranged you know what I mean like gun for hire in that whole situation too mm-hmm. and he's like oh you know what like yeah that's great but I got this guy and he was just like I'm gonna kill him who all right next right like I killed him I'm gonna kill you later but let's go kill these guys first let's do it I love
0: it yeah I mean Samoa Joe
1: I I think it was a misfire
0: I get that the whole. AJ styles has been the champ now for a year and that's cool. And that adds like some stability to what the title means and, you know, credibility, yada, yada, yada. But I think it should have ended with Joe. I think Joe should be the champion right now. And just like you say that gut, like that, uh, hired gun, but almost like the prize fighter thing that Kevin Owens did, Mm -hmm. but without the comedy where it's like, I'm only fighting at pay-per-views because if I fought you at SmackDown, you wouldn't make it to the pay-per-view. Right. You know, like, I am that dangerous to this roster that you should only be having me at special events because when I do wrestle you, it's going to be a special event that you're going to spend the night in
1: the hospital.
0: Like, make him like, like, God damn!
1: right. Yeah. I like that. All right, man. Anything else that sticks out to you before we get the hell out of here? I don't, I don't know.
0: Um, like I said, loved Matt Riddle. Absolutely think the my favorite storyline is Becky and Rhonda. Follow that on Twitter. It's f- so much fun to just look at from that point yeah, of view. Yeah. It's super Uh fun. it makes Twitter more fun. Um and uh Hopefully I get this writer job with WWE because then I'll still be doing this podcast and telling you, like, these guys fucking suck. Hey, hey. Yeah, Place your bets now. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that. I would just be like, uh, guys, every time I said they well, sucked, they suck way well, worse.
1: <laughs> and then we could wind up realizing some of these uh, WrestleMania T-Mac feuds. Uh, mm-hmm. From the Cinco Preguntas, like this could yeah. be a thing, right? This could hey, be an action. Hey, Fondango,
0: thing. Fondango needs to be repackaged. Dead, Fond Dead Guy. <laughs>
1: fond Dead Guy. I mean, the Undertaker's got to retire, right? So there you are, yeah. going like I've got a hell of an idea, believe it or not. Listen to me now. Hear me out, right? <laughs> it involves
0: a dildo and Fondango <laughs>
1: and Fond Dead Go. Oh, I'm sorry. Did that... I say Fond Dead Go? Hmm. Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Right? Yeah, this would be, awesome. right. be great. I like it. I like this a lot. All right, well then let's get out of here. We're gonna leave and just, you know, we'll take a week, think about what we've done, come back next week for some more Spanish announce table.
0: Fun fact, both TNA tag title reigns for the Hardy Boys ended with them vacating the titles.
1: The Spanish Announce
0: Table.